Welcome. I'm Maria White, professional organizer, owner of Enough With The Stuff, and host of this podcast, Organize Your Stuff. I am thrilled you're joining me for a listen today. I will share tips on getting organized in all areas of your life, so stay tuned for simple tips or interviews with industry experts sharing their unique methods and insights for getting your home and life organized once and for all. This podcast will provide support, encouragement, and motivation along the way. I hope while you are listening, the topic will resonate and inspire you to organize your stuff. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of Organize Your Stuff. This is the episode titled Laundry Hell. Ah, Right now, I'm personally experiencing some allergy hell. I don't know if anyone else is suffering right now with fall pollen season, ragweed season. It's been pretty brutal. So I'm going to try and get through this recording without too many sniffles, so forgive me if you hear some sniffling going on. Anyway, so let's jump into our topic today, laundry hell. I don't know if any of you are experiencing that or if you know anyone who might be experiencing this, but I am going to discuss some ways that maybe could help you guys streamline the process, make it a little simpler, less dreaded of a chore. I recently had a listener ask me to do an episode about laundry. She has a large family, four teenage boys, and her husband is currently doing the laundry, but he never seems to quite get it completed where all the clothes are actually folded and put away. So I'm going to get to handling laundry for families, but I'm going to start with all the single ladies out there. I want to go through some of the strategies to help you be more strategic with laundry, and this will actually apply to everybody. First of all, if you're single, you may have a lot less laundry overwhelm, but I have definitely worked with a lot of single ladies who definitely have become quite the clothes collector, shall we say. You know who you are. Some clients go for several weeks without having to do a single load of laundry. Can you imagine? Can you imagine going for weeks and never running out of clothes? And then imagine what that pile of laundry looks like. That's so not cool. And it's really overwhelming. So I can understand why you would dread the task of doing your laundry after going three or four weeks without doing a load. If that's your situation, maybe you have a lot of disposable income and you have plenty of closet space to store all those clothes. Um, But whatever your reason for accumulating so many clothes, maybe you need to consider cutting back or at least getting caught up on the laundry so that you aren't going so long without doing a load and feeling like you'll never get it done. So if your pile of laundry looks like Mount Kilimanjaro, I can understand why you never want to do the laundry. That just sounds like a super, super daunting, unexciting task to tackle. So here's the dealio. If you keep up with your laundry by completing it more regularly, it never gets overwhelming. So let me repeat that. If you keep up with your laundry by completing it more regularly, It never gets overwhelming. Did that blow your mind? Hopefully you aren't really buried alive in your clothing and you just have maybe a few loads of laundry that's backlogged. So here's what I want to explain to you. If you like to separate your clothes out by lights, whites, towels, and sheets, then you could possibly have four small loads of laundry, potentially. So sticking with our scenario of a single person's laundry, they could do one load on four different days to make it really easy to fold and put away the same day. You throw the clothes into the wash when you get home from work, then throw it in the dryer while you're cleaning up from dinner. The load will be relatively small, so folding and putting away should be a real breeze. It's such a small load for a week's worth of clothes if you're just doing that load of clothes. You could even do two loads on a Saturday and two more on a Sunday if you really don't want to get to it after work or if you just happen to be somebody who works odd hours and get home late. 
try breaking your laundry down into just smaller loads and get them tackled throughout the week rather than waiting to do four loads in one day, which just makes it feel like your whole day is spent doing laundry, right? So let's make it simple. Do a small load throughout the week and you'll be all caught up. Also, you could try using the quick wash cycle for your clothes. So unless you have a really dirty job like I do, sometimes I'm working in garages and basements and things and it gets pretty dirty. But if you just have a normal office job and your clothes really don't get dirty, you might want to do just a quick wash cycle for your clothes. So if you're washing your not very dirty clothes in a quick wash cycle and cold, it's going to help your clothes last longer. They won't get beat up as much in the cycles because it'll be a quick cycle. And then you can get them into the dryer faster. Of course, your towels and sheets are going to need to run through the full cycle and your hottest temperature so that they get sanitized. But most of your clothes can definitely be run on that short cycle and cold, uh, and it'll just keep your clothes in better condition. Another situation I see with many of my clients is that they have a lot of dry cleaning. So if you do have a lot of dry cleaning in your closet, then you definitely should just keep a separate laundry bag, maybe hanging on the back of your door of your closet or your bedroom, and just automatically throw the clothes into the bag. And then once it's full, throw it into your car and drop it off when you get a chance. Or even better, there's so many pickup services now that you just hang the bag of laundry on your front door. They come and pick it up and then they deliver it back when it's clean. So that's super convenient. You don't really have to think too hard about it. Um, However, the easiest way I want to suggest to cut down on the dry cleaning backlog is to just stop buying so much dry cleaning clothing. I avoid those types of clothes like the plague myself, unless it's an investment piece. Otherwise, you have to continually fork out money for that same piece of clothing over and over. So it's like you're paying for it over and over. I just personally don't like to waste my money on things like that. So it better really be worth the financial investment, which means it should be good quality. It's going to be a style that isn't going to go out of style to be a classic style that's what I mean by an investment piece so if you're going to pay a lot of money for something that will be classic over time and will be good quality won't wear out easily then sure that could be a dry cleaning piece but if most of your clothes are dry cleaning required that is really an expensive wardrobe If you can give up the need for dry clean only clothing, or at least cut back on the amount, you can not only save yourself from the laundry hell, but save yourself some serious coin over time. So you might want to think about that. I want to circle back to when I said that you could potentially only have four small loads of laundry. You could narrow that down to two if you keep your sheets and towels in the same color family so they get washed together, and you could throw any other clothing that may need to be washed in hot water as well. So the way I avoid having to do another separate load of whites just for clothes is that I never or very rarely buy white clothes. I think I only own three white pieces of clothing, which can all be washed in hot water with my towels and sheets, which are also white. White is really, really dangerous for me personally to own because of my chocolate addiction. I think I mentioned that on one of my earlier podcasts that I had a dark chocolate addiction. (laughs) I eat a little bit every single day. I indulge, yes I do, and that's okay. I have no problem with the dropping on my clothes until 
I wear white. All of a sudden, it's like some sick torment from the universe reminding me that I was never meant to own white clothes. It literally happens every time I wear my white jeans or my white shirt and I eat chocolate. It lands on my clothes. I don't know how that works. The universe laughs, an evil laugh. I can hear it when I wear white while eating my chocolate every single time. So the struggle is very real for me. So I would rather give up white clothes than give up my dark chocolate addiction. But that's just me. But consider that as an option too, so that you can save yourself doing an extra load of just your whites. If you have a family, I am ready to talk dirty to you now. Family size dirty laundry really can be hell, can it? I have three kids of my own, so I totally get the laundry hell scenario. First of all, if you are a compulsive laundry person who must control every single detail and specifics of how the laundry gets done, you must be exhausted and you must be getting burned out from doing so much laundry. If you are really controlling about the laundry and how it's done, you're going to have to try some baby steps here to lighten your load. But once you begin loosening the reins on controlling how perfect everything is, I promise you're going to enjoy some newfound freedom in your life. Time. Time is awesome. And when you're not spending it all on laundry, you're going to give yourself a chance to do other things with your day. So trust me, listen up. A basic but surprisingly common thing that kids' rooms are lacking is a laundry basket. I've seen it so many times, I don't really get it, but um, I don't know. I don't know if it's something that moms tend to just go pick up the laundry every day from the kids' rooms and put it in one main family basket, or I don't know. But I've seen it a lot for some reason. I know some houses do have those laundry chutes, and then all the laundry ends up in one giant pile in the basement. That sounds horrific to me. I would not want my entire family's laundry and all the towels and sheets going down a laundry chute and into one giant pile where I have to spend an hour just to sort. No, thank you. So make sure each child has a laundry basket in their room. And now that each kid's laundry is in its own basket, (laughs) it's already pre-sorted. So keep it this way by just doing a separate load for each kid. Amazing. Remember how I mentioned I don't buy white clothes for myself? Well, I never bought white clothes for my kids either. What a waste of money that would have been. As far as I'm concerned, kids are freaking messy. So no whites means no need to separate out darks and whites. All colors go into one load. Of course, you can always add those color catchers or those laundry brighteners for the lighter clothes if you're worried about them getting a little too much color from the darks. But that's your choice. I don't know. I, I think I throw them all together and it's no big deal and they come out just fine. So if you want to save your time and sanity, throw them all together in one load, all of your darks. So I told you that the control freak moms out there might have to learn to take baby steps with this, but I know that last suggestion probably caused some gasps about separating out the laundry by person, but trust me, it's the right thing to do. Doing a separate load per child may sound like more work, but trust me, it will save you so much time in the end. So keep in mind that those new high efficiency washers that everybody has, although they're not so new anymore, are they? Everyone kind of has them. Those washers adjust the water levels to the volume being washed. So you're not wasting water by running a bunch of different loads of laundry. So don't worry about that. Um, They are really efficient with that. So once the load is done drying, all you have to do now is dump those clothes into a basket and take them to the room that they belong to. And either you can fold and put them away or have the child do that. It's up to you. My vote is the child, but you first have to teach them how to do that. 
how to fold because <laughs> a lot of them don't know how. So get past that whole pushback on needing to put all the clothes together in the family because that takes so much extra time. It adds so many extra steps with sorting after the laundry is dry if everything is commingled together. If you do one child at a time, then it's already sorted and you just fold it and put it away. It's so much, so much, so much easier. Trust me, guys. Trust me. Do this. This will save your sanity. So at this point, I want to say that your children should be getting groomed to learn every step of this process for doing their own laundry completely, removing the chore off a mom's plate. At the same time, you're teaching your kid life skills. That's a win-win in my book. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I want you to try and start the training when your kids are super young because when they're toddlers, they kind of like doing things like the grown-ups. Not every kid, but of course, you can incentivize them. But they love being made to feel like they're big kids, right? So start training them as young as you can. Toddlers even. My, my youngest always wanted to be an adult from, I think, birth. <laughs> he was vacuuming with a dustbuster before he could even walk. So he just was fascinated with adulthood. So he was one that I could easily get involved with taking over chores. And I love that. So I know you think I'm crazy, but it really can be done. I think today moms take on way, way, way too much responsibility and do everything for everyone in the family for way too long. So I'm here to say, give yourself a break and lighten your load and give the laundry over to the kids. It's a process. So you need to start them young so they're involved doing it with you. Okay, it's going to take a little longer to do your laundry when you have your little one with you and involved, but that's okay because it's a short-term inconvenience for really long-term benefits down the road. Trust me, it's an investment with your time up front, but it's definitely an investment in your future life, okay? So it'll take a lot of burden off of you. Toddlers can be responsible for throwing their dirty clothes into their own laundry basket in their rooms. I see that a lot of kids don't do that in their own room, so that's an easy one to begin with. They can help push or slide the basket down the hall to the laundry area. Our laundry is actually on our main floor, so I gave the kids laundry baskets that were those meshy, um, not bags, but they were pop-up baskets that were meshy, so they were pretty lightweight. And I told the kids that they could throw their basket over the railing downstairs to just kind of make it fun you're like if you got to do your laundry let's make it a little fun so they were allowed to throw it over of course they had to give the alert to everyone either heads up or bombs away so that you knew (laughs) there was something that was going to be coming down over the railing and you wouldn't get hit by a laundry bomb so that helped uh to give the kids a little fun in the chore because really nobody enjoys doing laundry but that was their their clothes their responsibility that's what I did for them even when they're little they can push a basket down the hall or to the top of the stairs and have mom you know carry it down they also can quite easily throw their dirty clothes into a washing machine I know a lot of people have those front loaders easy peasy to throw dirty clothes into the washer and then from the washer into the dryer and from the dryer into the basket get your kids involved when they're young make it part of their just that's what you have to do to, to be a part of this family is to be involved and help and everybody helps so make a game out of it um, so I know with little ones of course your clothes probably have a lot of stains and you need to spot treat them so make a game out of looking for spots and have 
mom and the child, you guys can compete over who can find the most spots or the biggest spots or the messiest spots and start spraying all the spots before they go in the wash together. Doing that together will also teach your children attention to detail and counting because you'll have to add up who found the most stains, right? So that keeps it kind of fun too. So gamifying things usually makes it more fun for kids. Well, and adults too, because who doesn't like to have little fun competitions? And once the clothes have been removed from the dryer, toddlers, I know may not be able to help you fold the clothes, but they can definitely help with sorting, which is also an important early childhood skill. They can sort out all the socks and underwear and shirts and pants into piles while you do the folding. They can just grab the pile of underwear and put those into their own dresser if they can reach it, right? That's easy. They can do the same thing with socks. And if you could commit to buying only one kind of sock ever again for your children, you will completely remove the need to ever match socks together again. Oh, that is a life-changing tip right there, guys. So write it down. Buy the same freaking kind of socks all the time. Same brand, same color, everything. So that you never have to match socks. You just throw them together in the drawer. And bonus If one of the socks gets a hole, you don't have to throw out a whole pair. You just throw out the one sock because the the other mate to that matches all the other socks, right? Socks never wear out of the same. So that's going to be a cost savings, time savings. It's just really, it's a life-changing tip. Added bonus. Also, matching socks of multiple family members has to be one of the most dreaded parts of laundry ever. So do you see how you can completely eliminate the step by doing one person's laundry at a time and buying all the same kind of socks? I know, it's pretty awesome, right? I kid you not, if you can start this laundry training early, it will become so easy to transition them into doing their laundry all on their own. After they do this with you as little kids, it will evolve into only having to supervise the kids through the process several times on their own so that they can remember the steps and then they can fly independently and do it on their own. Of course, you can always make a chart with certain steps if you feel like there's a lot of steps in your process and how you want them to do things, especially settings on the washer and dryer. You can always make a chart with all those steps to remind the kids everything that needs to be done. My kids all started doing their laundry independently in elementary school, and I never had to do their clothes again. I think that's pretty awesome. I know some moms are thinking, but my kids are so busy with AP classes, homework, and after-school activities. They don't have time to do their own laundry. And I get it. I do. I get it. My kids are busy too. I have all high schoolers. You have really good intentions of wanting to relieve the stress of your kids, but I think it also enables your kids and they don't learn how to manage their time if you're helping out with everything. So starting a load of laundry takes minutes and you know that. And uh, so let's not kid yourselves. It's easy to squeeze it in here and there. Throwing it into the dryer, same thing, takes minutes if that. So they can figure out when it works best for them. So here's an example. My oldest, who was a senior in high school last year, he took all AP and dual enrollment classes and was the drama club manager managing all aspects of every single drama production for the year. And sometimes he didn't get home till nine or 10 o'clock at night. And he still managed to get his own laundry done. I didn't have to do it for him. And he, he knew I wasn't doing his laundry, so he had no other option if he wanted clean clothes but to do his own laundry. So usually he would just throw his clothes into the washer when he got home if he knew he needed some clean clothes and was running low. And if he was up studying late, which he usually was, then he would just throw the clothes into the dryer before bed. Or if he forgot about it, he would just first thing in the morning get up and throw his clothes in the dryer. 
So his clothes were ready by the time he had to leave for school. And um, every now and again, he did have to go to school early. So he would ask me to throw his clothes in the dryer when I woke up because I was up before him. But in those rare instances, of course, I was happy to help. But it was definitely not a regular thing. So I do encourage all parents to let go of this chore. Free yourself some time and energy. Train your kids how to do it the way you expect it to be done. But then you also have to give them a little bit of freedom to maybe not do it quite to your standards. Because my kids definitely did not do their laundry to my standards. So I had to let that go. And that's okay. If they didn't care about wearing wrinkled clothes, then why should I care? Like I can't care more about it than they care. So I think that's a really important lesson for a lot of moms is to not care more than what your kids care when it comes to things like that. They will change as they get older. They will be more concerned about it and take better care of things. Lighten your loads a little, moms. I hope you guys can all embrace this idea of simplifying the laundry process by doing your loads of laundry, if they're still little, break it out by a child, and then get them involved to participate with you as you're teaching them the process and then training them how to do it independently. So yeah, I just wanted to share this little example too of why I think it's important because uh, this recently, <laughs> my, my oldest I was telling you about uh, just is a freshman in college now and they have a Facebook page for all the parents. There was a parent on the Facebook page who has a freshman child posted about reminding the parents that you might want to check in with your kid and tell them to wash their sheets since they've been at school for a couple of weeks now. And it was kind of entertaining to listen to the parents who appreciated the reminder to check in with their kids about this and others who were like, who mentioned that they had just visited and their kid asked their mom to do their sheets and others who didn't even know how to do their laundry. Um, so don't let that be your kid. It really made me laugh, but it also gave me pause because these kids weren't ready for this responsibility and important life skill. I mean, I don't know why anybody was going off to college and didn't know how to do the laundry. I think that's kind of a absurd but that's how it is so I know that none of you are going to allow that to happen to your kids because you guys are going to start taking the steps to let go of the laundry hell in your life empower your children to be more independent people now and in the future and now before I end the episode I wanted to just share a couple of quick tips for laundry because I really do use them in my life and I think they're such awesome tips that um, not everybody may know about them but you know when you get grease stains on your clothing, how hard it is to get them out. They, even the spray, the uh, stain sprays don't always get the um, grease stains out. I get a lot of grease stains from cooking. I guess everything just splatters on me for some reason. <laughs> I'm like a magnet. So I have just been so frustrated over the years and not being able to get those grease stains out, even with those uh, shout stain sticks and sprays that work for a lot of other stains, but just not the grease. Um, so... I've discovered that chalk is the most amazing stain remover for grease stains. Chalk. Steal a, a piece of chalk from your child's uh, chalkboard set or if they have the outdoor um, sidewalk chalk, steal a small piece of the white chalk. Keep it in your laundry room. It will save so many of your clothes. It has worked every single time I've ever used it and I've used it a lot over the years. And I think a couple of times it didn't work the first time and I had to run the clothes again the second time. So even though, and it could be that I just missed the spot, but even though the item of clothing had gone through the dryer, I ran it again after doing the chalk really well on it, washed it, dried it again, and then it was out. So it's, it's kind of a miracle. So get a piece of chalk for your laundry room. 
And my next tip is, I guess it's more of a hack. So um, if you ever have something that's come out of the dryer really, really wrinkled because it sat in the dryer too long, which of course has happened to all of us, or you know how sometimes you'll get a piece of clothing that gets super duper twisted around your jeans or sheets or something and it's really wrinkled because it it just dried completely super twisted up and tight so if you don't want to pull out the ironing board and the iron and wait for that to heat up and deal with all that stuff all you have to do is throw that piece of clothing in the dryer with a wet washcloth and run it for about 15 minutes or so well the moisture from that washcloth will help release the wrinkles like magic so it works great. So try it next time you have something that's wrinkled that you just don't feel like ironing or you maybe you don't even have time to deal with that. You've just got to get yourself ready while that's taking care of itself in the dryer. It's a great quick fix for wrinkles. And you don't have to iron because who really likes ironing? I know some people out there do. I hope some of my suggestions today for handling laundry will help you and your family save time and grief from laundry hell and make your home run more efficiently. Thanks for listening today, and I appreciate your shares if you know anyone who could benefit from listening to this podcast. Now get out there, go talk to your kids about laundry. After listening to this podcast today, I hope you have some useful takeaways and feel super motivated to get organized. But maybe you're at a loss with how to start or where to go next in your organizing journey. Wouldn't it be amazing to have me right there to guide you through the process when you're losing motivation or feeling stuck with what to do next? I may not live near you, so through the wonders of our modern technology, I can be right by your side. Virtually, of course. You heard me. I offer virtual organizing. Reach out to me through my website linked below, and we could schedule your first session today. Also, don't forget to reach out to me on social media with comments about an episode or a topic you would like covered in a future podcast. Links are below in the show notes. Go get your organizing on. Organizing on.